Welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Stephen Einstein. Thank y'all for joining me again today for July 5th reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to seeing what it brings today. Yesterday's was fantastic about freeing ourselves from shame and fear. And uh, so I'm encouraged to see what July, today's reading from July brings, since the first four have been pretty substantial. And uh, this will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning this will be my first time reading or hearing it right on this podcast with you. So you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So here we go. July 5th of James Allen's Daily Meditation. The universe is preserved because love is at the heart of it. The children of light who abide in the kingdom of heaven see the universe and all that it contains as the manifestation of one law, the law of love. They see love as the molding, sustaining, protecting, and perfecting power imminent in all things animate and inanimate. To them, love is not merely and only a rule of life. It is the law of life. It is life itself. Knowing this, thy order their own, oh, excuse me, they order their own life in accordance with love, not regarding their own personality. By thus practicing obedience to the highest, the divine, to divine love, they become conscious partakers of the power of love, and so arrive at perfect freedom as masters of destiny. Let a man then think, no thought and do no act that is not in accordance with pure love and suffering shall no more trouble him love is the only preserving power a lot of truth in this one a lot of things we've touched on previously but how important and how it integrated and well it's integrated would mean separate and two different things how everything is born from love how everything really that's sustainable everything that's has strength and peace and calmness is born from love and love is what the goal we are all aiming at really at the end of the day so let's go through this one line by line the universe is preserved because love is at the heart of it, right? Love is the center of creation. Creation is just love in general, isn't it? If it come, whether it comes down to um, mother and child, father and child, mother and father, things like that. Love is at the heart of it. The child of light who abide in the kingdom of heaven, see the universe and all that it contains as a manifestation of one law, the law of love. Everything is manifested out of love, right? When I know from my own experience, I can either function out of fear or out of love. Those are the two driving things, driving forces of my thoughts and therefore my actions. They're initiated and instigated from a place of love or fear. So that, that sentence 
see the universe and all that it contains as a manifestation of of one law, the law of love. Everything comes from love. And everything's created and developed and continued through love. Fear destroys everything around it. It takes and takes and takes. Love is where true creation is born from. They see love as the molding, sustaining, protecting, and perfecting power imminent in all animate and inanimate things. So everything, that means living and non-living things. They see love as the molding, sustaining, protecting, and perfecting power. I mean, when we let love be our guide, it provides us a framework to live by. It provides us a lifestyle and a way of living. So it is the molder, it is the protector, it is the sustaining force and the perfecting power for our process of purification of our spirit, mind, and body and, and actions. It is born from love, these changes. To them, love is not merely and only a rule of life. It is the law of life. It is life itself. Life is born from love. Creation is born from love. So it is not a tangential thing associated to life. It is life. It is created out of love. Life is a secondary thing because of love. Knowing this, they order their whole life in accordance with love, not regarding their own personality. So they get, they sidestep their selfishness, their self-centeredness, their desire for recognition, or their desire for legacy. And they choose to walk this path of love. They choose to order their whole life in accordance with love. That's what he says. That means every interaction we have with animate and inanimate things, right? With every person, place, individual, we interact and we bring love with us. We function from a place of love and caring. And we put aside our own selfish desires, our own self-serving needs or wants more so. By thus practicing obedience to the highest, to divine love, they become conscious partakers of the power of love and so arrive at perfect freedom as masters of destiny. Because when you function from love, you're not operating from a place where you need the world to provide you something. You are bringing things to the world. You are actually free to engage in the world. You're not running around hoping that uh, things work out the way you want them to work out or you need them to need them to end up a certain way so you can feel a certain type of way, right? When you are loving, you are loving regardless. You are loving independently of what's going on because love is a choice and acting and behaving in a loving way and taking loving actions is something you can always do. 
me a long time to realize that. And but when you do that, you arrive at what the what he said here was perfect freedom as masters of destiny because you can operate unattached with no desire or need from the world. So you have this ultimate freedom to function and live life and bring to life what you need to or bring to life what you can and add to life and be a part of love and creation. There we go, creation again. You, when you have the freedom of living a life directed by love, you have the freedom to genuinely create. What, a, what an incredible, incredible power that is, right? And you begin, you're able to master your destiny. That means you, you're able to help guide and walk and, and follow the path that's laid ahead of you. And let it flourish and bloom and mature into this wonderful thing that you didn't... I didn't know it was possible for me. I mean, uh, I'm excited to see where my life brings me today. There was a time where um, that was not the case. Life was painful. Life was suffering. Life was to only be endured as long as possible. So when we live our lives in accordance with the power of love, we get that perfect freedom. As masters of destiny. I love that line. Let a man then think no thought and do no act that is not in accordance with pure love, and suffering shall no more trouble him. Suffering seems to be born from fear, it seems to be born from anything but love. It's a it's a sense of lack a sense of incompletion when it's born from anywhere else but love. So when you can actually just give of yourself and be loving and do good things for others, just genuinely for doing the right thing for the right reason, suffering shall no more trouble him. Huge statement there. And it's been true from my experience. Those times in my life where I can actually practice this well, I get that freedom. I can sense it, I can feel it. It's an incredible experience. All right. Now this ends with love is the only preserving power. <laughs> Everything else takes. Love is the only giver. Love is the only thing that can truly preserve. Love was the only thing that can truly provide a framework for permanency in the sense of bringing goodness and growth into the world instead of tearing it down for our own selfish endeavors. It's a pretty powerful thing. 
So, well, that is the end of today's. Thank you all for joining me. It was a just a, a stunning reading again about love. And I need that reminder to hold love in my heart and function from a place of love when I'm dealing with anybody, whether it be children or coworkers or just adults, friends, family, significant other. I need to make sure I'm coming from a place of love. So thank you all for joining me today for another realigning reading from July. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the sixth brings us. And uh, it's probably going to be another powerful one. So um, I'll be back again tomorrow. Until next time. Thanks. Thank you.